designed master plan to drive you crazy. Giving him a makeover. You're desperate to change everything about him, and to that end, you appoint yourself his full-time voice coach, etiquette instructor, and wardrobe consultant. I threw out your glasses this morning. I decided you look better in contacts. In fact, you're thinking of giving up your paying job so that you'll have more time to work with him. Trying too hard to make yourself care for him. You continually tell yourself either, I'm probably just being too picky, or, but he's such a nice guy, I ought to be crazy about him. I'm sure if I really, really try. Trying too hard to make him care for you. You spend every waking moment wondering how he feels about you. You're so obsessed with trying to keep him interested that it never occurs to you to ask yourself whether you're actually happy with him. You're constantly buying him little gifts, racking your brain to think of scintillating things to say, and spending your entire paycheck on frisky little outfits. In short, you never let yourself relax in his company. Consulting a Higher Authority you have visited a psychic, astrologist, channeler, and or palm reader in your quest for relationship advice. On one occasion, one of us, Ellen to be precise, who is normally the most skeptical of women when it comes to the spirit world, paid a huge sum to see a charlatan by the name of Mrs. Rosa. Ellen presented a photograph of her boyfriend and begged for supernatural guidance. After pocketing the cash and making a big production of shuffling some tarot cards around, Mrs. Rosa told her, My guides are telling me that you have trouble making decisions, and you're very bad with money. Tuning out. While he's having what he believes to be a serious conversation with you, you're in a reverie, wondering whether blonde highlights or a subtle henna would suit you better. Time and again his mouth opens and your mind wanders. I just couldn't seem to pay attention to Jerry. Leah remembers. He'd ask me questions, and I'd have no idea how to answer, since I hadn't heard a word he'd said. Trolling. Trolling is characterized by excessive eyelash batting, shameless flirting, and wild sex, with any man except your boyfriend. I was always trying to pretend to other guys that I was unattached, says Aaron. Whenever I went to a party, I'd spend hours trying to make myself look good for the single guys who would be there. By the end, I was putting way more effort into my two-minute encounters with a cute waiter at the coffee shop than into my live-in relationship. Drowning in your own analysis. Your relationship consists primarily of talking about the problems in your relationship, even if you've only been going out for three weeks. It got so that we weren't living the relationship, just dissecting it 24 hours a day, says Anita. We'd try to stop, but it was impossible. The problems were so glaring. Making excuses for him. You tell yourself that it's of no import that he doesn't call when he said he would. He's under a lot of pressure at work. You turn a blind eye to his habit of ogling other women when he's out with you. It just means that he appreciates the female form. And so what if he never tells you he loves you? He's a guy's guy, that's all. Dean was planning to have Thanksgiving dinner with some of his friends, and I thought of course he'd get around to inviting me, says Marta. He never did, and I was crushed. But I managed to convince myself that what he'd done wasn't so bad. 
After all, he'd only been sleeping with me for a few months. He'd known them for years. Losing that loving feeling. When he reaches for your hand while walking down the street, you snatch it away and say, It's too hot to hold hands. When he gazes soulfully into your eyes, you snap, That's really not your most attractive facial expression. And his pet name for you, the one that used to make you feel all warm inside, now sends you into a blind rage. When my boyfriend first started calling me Minky, I thought it was kind of goofy, but very sweet, remembers Nora. I knew the prognosis for the relationship wasn't good the day I told him that if he ever called me that again, I'd strangle him. Shirking You can't be bothered to meet the minimum licensing requirements for girlfriends. Initiating the odd phone call, displaying concern should he fall ill, knowing and or caring where he is on a Saturday night. When I first started seeing Lawrence, I bought him little presents all the time, remembers Elise. But the last year we were together, I just wasn't motivated to get him anything, not even a birthday card. At the last minute, I rummaged around the office and found a card that said, Happy birthday from all of us, crossed out the all of us, and scribbled in me. Boxing yourself into a corner. You believe there's only one way to quash your doubts about the relationship. Become even more seriously involved with the guy. Your thinking goes something like this. If we move in together or get married, I'll settle down and stop feeling so restless and dissatisfied all the time. My relationship with Phil was pretty much a disaster from day one, and I spent most of my time and energy wondering whether we should stay together, says Janine. After five years, things were worse than ever, but I decided we should get married. I figured if I took some decisive action, I'd stop vacillating and we could be happy. Wrong. The marriage lasted less than a year. General Malaise You have all the symptoms of depression. Listlessness, lack of enthusiasm about the future, general feelings of unhappiness and despair. But every mental health professional you consult refuses to prescribe Prozac and urges you instead to dump your boyfriend. Did you experience a thrill of recognition while hearing the above list? If so, it's possible that you have a very low irritation threshold. But it's far more likely that you're about to embark on an important rite of passage in a woman's life. Dumping a guy. Chapter 2. Getting in touch with your inner coward. Fear of ditching is not just a female phenomenon. Men, too, suffer this affliction. Like women, men don't relish saying, I never want to see you again. Instead, they try to communicate the message indirectly. Just ask any woman who sat by the phone refusing to abandon her post for anything except the most dire medical emergency, waiting in vain to hear from a guy who told her, as he slunk off into the night, Uh, I'll call you sometime. Yet, although men can be quite cowardly, fear of ditching is one realm in which women reign supreme. But there's no need to castigate ourselves too harshly for this failing. Really, society as a whole is to blame. Consider the different messages men and women receive. Women are told that it's better to be with a man, any man, than to be alone. 
Men are told that while a relationship does have a few benefits, like ensuring a steady supply of sex, it entails a significant loss of freedom. Women are told that the chances of finding a man who wants to settle down are roughly the same as the chances of finding the perfect little black dress, heavily discounted an hour before the party. Men are told that the chances of finding a woman who wants to settle down are the same as the chances of drawing another breath. Naturally, then, women find the prospect of ending a relationship quite a bit more frightening than men do. This is particularly true if the romance has been serious, in which case your identity has become connected to the dumpies. Everyone else treats you as one half of a pair, and you're used to thinking of yourself that way, too. You have your little rituals, in-jokes, and a shared history. Moreover, the dumpy knows you and cares for you in a way no one else does. Breaking up, then, will entail real loss and pain. So instead of telling him the relationship is over, you waver. Maybe I'm just taking him for granted. Or, maybe this is my last chance to get married and have children. Or, I've already invested so much time in this relationship. Even if you've only gone out with a guy a few times, you're probably wringing your hands and asking yourself, what if he is the man for me and I haven't given him a fair chance? In this case, however, what really scares you is the process of ditching. You can't think of a way to disguise the fact that you're just not attracted to the dumpy. You simply don't know him well enough yet to claim that you're ditching him for anything aside from his lack of charisma or sex appeal. And you're concerned that he'll think it's a little presumptuous of you to break up with him when you've only known him for 48 hours and might say something like, What do you mean, break up? I didn't realize we were going out. Whatever the length of the relationship you're contemplating ending, chances are good that you're scared witless and...